Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1727. Today we're talking about one of my favorite marks in the BMW Car Club. Buckle up. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in Sarasota, Florida, which is a good place to be because it's raining in Gig Harbor, Washington, with a very special guest by the name of Lou Ann Shirk. Hey, Lou Ann, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? This adrenaline junkie is always ready for a fun ride. <laughs> no doubt. Kind of a silly question to ask a lady like you. <laughs> now, before I give you a proper introduction, what's one little thing that most people don't know about you, Luann? Well, a lot of people don't know that I absolutely love roller coasters and going to amusement parks. And um, whenever I go I'm on a trip, I always kind of plan a side trip to go to a park and, and uh, ride a coaster to check it off of my list. And uh, I've been a member of uh, the American Coaster Enthusiasts since 1979. And I found out at an event that I'm actually an answer to a trivia question, um, who's the longest standing member in Pennsylvania? And it was me and I had no clue. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, it kind of makes sense for what you love about cars and what you do. And I'll explain that right now in a proper introduction for Luann, uh, for Luann. but congratulations on uh, that accolade. Do they give you like a, a prize or a little piece of a roller coaster track to hang around your neck or something? <laughs> Well, not that particular time, but there's been other things. <laughs> yeah, very cool. I love it. It's been too long since I've been on a roller coaster. I think the last time was, uh, I can't even remember the last time. That's kind of scary. I think I better uh, get back on. <laughs> does going down the corkscrew in a race car at Laguna Seca, does that count? Absolutely. Okay, well, I Absolutely. remember that. Especially when you're in a 50-year-old BMW. It's yeah. a real thrill. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, or a 1960 Lotus Formula Junior like I did. Right. <laughs> so. right. Oh my gosh. Well, let's get rolling here. Luann Shirk has a passion for BMW, a mark that I have a passion for as well. As you listeners know, I've had many BMWs, but her goes hers goes beyond the norm. She has been involved on a local, regional, and national level with a BMW Car Club of America since 2003. Back in 1998, a BMW Z3 found its way into her garage and that started it all. Luann was the North Atlantic Regional VP serving on the National Board in 2016 through 2019, and then she became the chairperson of the newly formed BMW CCA Ladies Program Committee. She's an official driving diva. I'd like a title like that. Driving diva, having attended the BMW Performance Center Driving School 12 times. I think she goes to the school as many times as she rides roller coasters. She and her husband are ambassadors for the BMW CCA Foundation in Greer, South Carolina, and they are in-car coaches for their teen driving school, Tire Rack Street Survival, a wonderful program that my kids attended. She and her husband have had 15 BMWs, and they regularly tour and rally with the BMW Vintage and Classic Club of America. We'll be back in just a minute to share some fun with Luann, but first a word from our sponsors. They make this show possible, so please give them a listen. Hold on, buckle up, we'll be right back. 
Did you know Covercraft offers you much more than just car covers? They have quality protection for the inside of your vehicle as well. Their plush, custom-fit floor mats turn any ride into something special. Or choose Premier Berber Custom Floor Mats, a favorite of mine. If you want something very stylish and pretty unique, Covercraft Floor Mats are quality-made and provide your ride with the ultimate protection from moisture, dirt, mud, snow, and slush. And those occasional spills. Don't forget your vehicle's trunk area. Their Carhartt custom cargo liners not only look great, but keep your rear cargo area and seats protected. Custom fit truck liners for sedans, coupes, and SUVs are perfect to protect the factory carpet from all those things that can stain and damage your vehicle. All your options are quality made, easy to use, secure to the floor, and look oh so good. Check out Covercraft.com for a wide variety of styles, colors, and options for a custom fit today. And have I got a deal for you. If you use the code yeah 120 at Covercraft.com, you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off. Simply use the code yeah 120 yeah one 120 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. I found a new way to protect my vehicle. American Collectors Insurance. That's who now protects my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my Orange Crush. But did you know they also insure your valuable collectibles of automobilia and automotive collectibles? If you're like me, you've invested in a lot of cool automotive collectibles over the years. Those items are valuable. And if you were to lose them in a theft or a fire, well, try to get your normal homeowner's insurance to pay you what they're worth. Good luck with that. American Collectors Insurance provides you with assurance and confidence that your collectibles are fully covered. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting us automotive enthusiasts since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by a history of taking care of their clients. Give them a call today for a quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love. I did. American Collectors Insurance, classic car and collectible insurance designed by collectors for collectors, just like you and me. All right, Luann, we are back to have a little BMW fun. I'm so excited today. But before we start on your journey, I'd love for you to share a success quote or a mantra, some kind of a saying or meaning that has uh, uh, formed part of your life or given you some uh, positive direction on the track. It's a nice way to get those tires smoking a little bit here on Cars. Yeah, so Luann, take the wheel. Well, my mantra has always been work hard, play hard. And as a young person, it was instilled in me, you know, to, to always have a really good work ethic. But I was also determined to have an equal work-life balance because I think it's very, very important. And I think by following this mantra, I was actually able to be fairly successful in my corporate career and fortunate to retire early. And now I can delve into my passion for cars. No doubt. Now, you had, we'll we'll touch on that a little bit, a very interesting career in the world of candy, I believe. (laughs) Yes, that's correct. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Do you have a bit of a sweet tooth? or I mean, I don't know how you'd work around candy. If I did that, I'd look like Jabba the Hutt. So funny story is that I've never really been terribly fond of chocolate. And uh, working in a factory for 31 years, I always came home smelling a candy bar. (laughs) I mean, it gets in your skin and your clothes and your hair and everything. But I've never really just 
been a huge fan of chocolate, which is kind of funny working in a chocolate factory. Yeah, well, good thing you didn't work in a fish market. So, uh, <laughs> right. yeah, definitely. Well, let's talk about this way you've done this work-life balance because you figured it out. You know, us automotive enthusiasts, if we're lucky enough to work in our field of passion, which is most of my guests here on Cars, yeah, we've got the best of all worlds. But you found this nice balance between candy and track candy and cars. So talk a bit about your involvement with the BMW Club of America, your love for getting out on the track, helping people to be better drivers. That's one of the coolest things that the club does. It's probably saved lives they didn't even know about. I know it helped me. That's how I started my racing career when I was a vintage racer. Took my BMW M3 to the track, learned how to be a safer driver. And it, you know what it did for me? It really slowed me down on the highway because I kind of got all my jollies out, you know, at the track and I didn't feel like I had to go out there and have fun. But also, I'll tell you, it saved me many times when people have been distracted. They pulled out in front of me, deers, dogs, motorcycles, I'm mean, whatever it is. So uh, talk about your love and passion for the the BMW Mark and the car club? Well, you know, like you said, I we started with a Z and we've always had Zs in our corral. I just absolutely love the Z cars. and and uh, But I think the E30 M3 is my favorite car mm. that I own. And and it's a car that you need to learn to drive. I think it's, it's a car that not everybody can just jump in and take it, not even on the track, just on the highway and around town. It's, it's, it's just uh, one of those see the pants feel cars and you can... Uh, get in a lot of trouble really fast with it. So um, going to the performance center really helped me a lot. And um, also the car control clinics that the um, the BMW Foundation also runs a car control clinic at our annual Oktoberfest events. And you get to get in your own car and, and you get somebody in with you and they throw it all around and, and make different situations that you learned how to control. So one of the things I really loved about our car club is with our annual events, I got to drive on like Laguna Seca, you know, like, you know, Atlanta, Road Atlanta, uh, Road America. I mean, who takes a Z1 on Road (laughs) America, you know? So there's so many fun things that we do and, and there's some serious things too. And honestly, you're correct. When you learn how to do car control, no matter who's teaching you, it can save your life out on the road. It's very, very important. Absolutely. Even though you have fun and you have fun doing it. Oh yeah. But it is it is a very important thing to do. Yeah, that E30 M3 you have uh is an interesting color combo. Lux silver. I said my German very bad over cardinal. That's, so Yes, that's correct. That kind of a, a silvery color over reddish color, is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah, well, yeah. that's what yeah. my M3 is. I've got an E46. I've had a couple of those uh, and some E36s and they're all silver over red. It's a nice col- combination kind of German-esque a little bit. It, yeah, it's kind of fun to walk up to a silver car and then open it and see that bright color inside. But yours, yours is cool. I have a good friend here in Gig Harbor with an E30 M3 Douglas. His is that uh, Hennerot, which is another beautiful color, kind of orangey yes. red yeah. and so forth. So tell us more about. Let's talk about going on a track with somebody where you're sitting in the right side. They're in their car. You're. I've always looked at the drivers instructors that as magic people that are very brave because to jump in a car with somebody most of the time you've never met, mm-hmm. take them up to somewhat at speed and then trust your life in their hands. I mean, I'm sure you've got some crazy stories to tell, but what's your most rewarding aspect of, of helping people be better drivers? Well, there's a lot of people that are much better drivers than me. And I learn every time I'm in a car with anybody, no matter what side of the car I'm on. But, you know, I I think it's just rewarding to teach somebody something that 
they have a passion for. And when you teach somebody that wants to learn, it's rewarding for the teacher. You know, that's a really nice way to put it. I've heard very few people switch it around like that and how you can learn from somebody else, which is is really cool because it shows we can all learn from somebody uh, at some point in time. The other thing that the BMW club does is this teen driving program. And I mentioned my kids went through that before they started driving. Uh, They both told me that it has helped them immensely. It's not really a a school for driving fast. It's about car control because in the the thing that both my kids said they learned the most is dropping some wheels off track and then bringing the car back without going across head on into oncoming traffic. That's one of the most dangerous things. And you see it happen. I've seen it happen right in front of me, and it's very easy to do if you don't have some of those skill sets. Have you been involved in that aspect of the club? So um, my husband and I are both in-car coaches for the uh, Tyrac Street Survival Program, and it's just, it is the most rewarding thing that I have ever done in my life. You know, we've had some students that had been in accidents like a one or two weeks before our schools, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and um, I had a uh, a girl that ran a red light and a truck hit her on the side. And thankfully she thought to step on the gas cause she saw it and it hit the back door instead of her door. But she was terrified and she was uh, to the point of having panic attacks when she got in a car. So by the end of the day, we went through all the little routines and, and um, you know, she, she was so comfortable and, actually drove home with her parents because the parents said she wouldn't drive for two weeks. Oh, wow. So that's very, very rewarding to me. It's also run by not just the BMW Car Club people, but, you know, we have Porsche stepped in, Corvette stepped in, and um, SCCA racing people. So everybody, you know, is helping us to help these kids. And it's very, very important. I, I don't want kids out there that don't know how to control their car. And, you know, and it's like you said, we don't teaching them how to drive. We're teaching them how to react in situations that happen to them out on the road. And the simplest thing that I got out of this with almost every single student that I ever had in a car was the first thing we do is is have them go and hit the ABS brakes. And when they start feeling that chatter, they want it, they let their foot off and they let their hands off the wheel. And I'm like, oh my God, you know. And I do know a couple kids that actually had accidents that way because they thought they broke something, so they left go. So teaching a simple thing like, you know, what it feels like to have ABS brakes initiate, it's unbelievably helpful for the kids. Well, for a lot of adults, we've never had to do that either. I mean, I've had I've had plenty of times, but I'm fairly comfortable at speed or at heavy braking because you learn that on a track. You just get on those brakes. But I do remember with my kids, I taught both of them to drive in a uh, an old car, a 72 911S Porsche, because I wanted them to learn how to drive stick shift. But then I put them in their daily drivers, which were a BMW 328CI for my son and a Mini Cooper for my daughter. But they were manual cars. I insisted they have a manual because I, I wanted them to have to be busy thinking and not that that terrible thing, that device that we all have in our hands right. that causes right. so many accidents. So, uh, yeah, it's very rewarding. What's the most rewarding thing for you about being, or, or the most fun, about being part of the BMW Club? Wow. I don't know. I think you might have got me on that one. You know, it is great to meet the people. And I've made some lifelong friendships that I would have never thought that I would done 
just by owning a BMW car or, or any car for that matter. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible. You know, it's, it's fun to be around like-minded people because, you know, I, I have to admit that I was a little bit different growing up. I wasn't like all the other girls and I wasn't playing with Barbie dolls and stuff. And, and so I, I had always, matchbox and hot wheels. Well, yeah, I'm sure I did, <laughs> you know, play cops and robbers and all that thing. But, uh, yeah, yeah, the people, it, it's nice to be around people that have, have the same thoughts that you do. Oh, yeah. I always tell people, get involved with a car club because you meet the most amazing people. They become lifelong friends. And even if you only see them a few times a year, last year we didn't get to see many of our friends. We all have our fingers crossed that we get to see all of our friends again this year as things start to progress more positively out of the pandemic mode. We got to keep our fingers and toes crossed and everything here. (laughs) But uh, now you have a lot of cars and I went through the list of cars that you've had. Another beautiful old car you have is a 72 TII, uh, which is kind of cool. And you've got these Z cars, of course, a whole bunch of them. And you got a, did your new car show up that you ordered this year? The, uh, the Grand Coupe? Well, I'm hoping that it's here shortly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, it'll get there. It, the boat might be a little slow, but it'll yeah, get there. It's very slow. Yeah. Very, very slow. That's understandable. It's been tough for uh, uh, the chain of goods to get to a lot of manufacturers after last year. So uh, keep the faith. I always ask my guests about a big challenge they face. Now, this could be something involved on a track, could be something in your life. It doesn't really matter. The, the more important part of the story is, what did it teach you? So like you do on the track, take us for a lap or two. Well, I think you just touched on it. It's going to have to be 2020 was like quite the challenge for me. Oh, yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, you touched on the part where I was actually um, heading the ladies program committee. So the beginning of 2020, I formed a team and uh, we we were ready to hit the ground running. We had all these plans. And then in March, of course, the wall comes falling down. Right. And, and so in April, this one's canceled. In May, this event's canceled. And it goes on and on and on throughout the summer. And then um, our huge national event was going to be in Palm Springs this year. And, and I was in 2020, and I was so excited for that. And when that got canceled, I was like, oh, come on, there's got to be something, you know, we can do. So I just kind of stepped back and it's like, there has to be some things that I can do behind the scenes that when things finally get going, you know, we're we're not going to be drowning in this wave of whatever. We're going to be riding the wave. So what I did was I hooked up with the great people that work at our national office in Greer, South Carolina. And we started making some plans and, uh, you know, working on logos and banners and clothing ideas and so forth. And, and I created a ladies Facebook page that, that, uh, just recently launched and we're going to have some drop downs on the national website. So I just, it's like, you know, I'm making the lemonade out of the lemons, so to speak. And, and I had time on my hands. So I spent the time instead of worrying about not being able to do things, I stepped forward and, and tried to make things happen. So I think, you know, it's don't give up. Right. And I didn't give up. You know, I love it. It's awesome. Now you mentioned the ladies Facebook page. Yes. What's the title for that for our listeners who are women can go and, and partake? So it's called Women Driving the CCA. Cool. You know, one thing I want you to talk about here a little bit is lots of times women are kind of left out of the car scene. Now, that's changing. 
And uh, a lot of things that uh, I'm doing this year with a couple of good friends of mine, Cindy Sisson and Teresa Gopatrick, uh, we're going to make a change uh, with that this year. And by the time this is out, maybe we've been able to make an announcement. That's a little teaser. But for women, I always say, and I want you to say it because you are a woman, get involved with a car club because this can be fun. And we've got some great groups here in the Pacific Northwest. Jamie June has been a guest on my show. She's got a a group she's put together with women. They go for drives and they all have these cool cars. And you can get involved in this. You don't have to be left out if you have any kind of pet. And even if you're not a diehard car person, there's so much more to this, right? Right. So one of the things with the BMW car club and what, what, my group is trying to do is get everybody involved. And you don't have to be a track person. You know, you, you don't have to even like to drive a car. If, if, if you end up at an event with a spouse, then, you know, we want to have things like social events, like wine and cheese gatherings, or we'll take you on a bus trip or just have any other kind of social gathering that gets people together and you can talk. If, if you like to wrench on your cars, that's awesome. There's other people that like to do that. Share share your ideas, share what you do, and um, we'll all do it together. Yeah, yeah. Be inclusive. I think it's fantastic, and I love the way it's changing. I've interviewed over 300 women here on Cars, yeah, and we're just rolling out some new things with women here uh, that I'm associated with. So I'm very, very excited for uh, 2021 being the year of the woman. I love it. There you go. Let's take a short break and thank our sponsors. We come back and we're going to talk a little bit more about this personal passion, this crazy passion you have for BMW automobiles. So keep the seatbelt on. So what do you do after running a race team for 27 years with over 100 podiums, multiple Daytona wins, and a win at Le Mans? Well, if you're a racer and the Racers Group team owner, Kevin Buckler, you found Adobe Road Winery. Located in Petaluma, California, he and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series, four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own. Like racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, all wrapped in a whole lot of fun. You can choose from four blends titled Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. Today, I'm going to talk about the 24. This wine earned 91 plus points from Robert Parker's Wine Advocate. It's a dark, spicy, and velvety blend with ripe blue and black fruits and very smooth tannins. The label features a three-dimensional full metal chronograph in a bright gold finish that pays homage to the Daytona Rolex winners received at Le Mans. The Racing Series is a fantastic gift for the ultimate enthusiast in your life. And I've got a deal for you today. If you use the code CARSHA, all one word, all in caps, when you're at the adoberoadwinery.com checkout, you get $10 off any purchase of wines from the racing series. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly right at your door. Use the code CARSHA at checkout to get $10 off your purchase of the racing series today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the racing series. Go to Adobe Road Wines today and use the code CARSHA at checkout. Cheers! Let's take a pit stop from the conversation and talk about my charity of choice here at CARSHA, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians 
and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through auto-related events, car shows, and drives. One of those nonprofits is very near and dear to my heart because it's right down the road from the Cars Yeah headquarters. It's the LeMay America's Car Museum in Tacoma, Washington. One of the world's truly great automobile collections and one of those must-see bucket list destinations for car people like you and me. If you haven't seen it, I hope you make a trip soon. And if you have seen it, it's probably time to visit again. To learn more about this fantastic museum, go to www.americascarmuseum.org. And while you're there, you can donate to help them keep their engines running. That's www.americascarmuseum.org. All right, we're back. Now, tell me about this personal passion you have for cars. What was that pivotal moment back when you were that little girl that you went, you know what, I think I like cars better than Barbie dolls. Well, first of all, I I really think I always had a passion for cars. And um, I grew up with two older brothers that always had kind of neat cars. And my one brother, Robert, in particular, had this candy apple red GTO that I just loved riding shotgun in, which I'm sure he probably hated because I was five years younger than him. So, you know, he was dragging me around when he probably didn't want me. And I know my dad really liked cars, but with having five children, he was relegated to that the three row station wagon. Oh yeah. And yes, I was, my sister and I were the ones that sat in the back seat facing the opposite oh, yeah, direction. Making faces at yeah. the car. Yeah. My sister <laughs> and I used to do that in our Vista cruiser. <laughs> right. Right. And you know, and I can tell you as a teenager, we had the, the local drive in and I was, I was there all the time. And most people were there for like the social activity or the food, but I was there to, to look at the really cool cars and watch the guys burning out. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. why I was there. So I, I was a little bit different. And luckily, my husband is a car guy nice. because um, I, you know, we go everywhere together and do our life evolves around cars. Well, you found the perfect partner in your life there. <laughs> you know, you've had so many cars, but I want to have you share the first one that was really special for you that you got and went, oh, man, I wanted this forever. What was that? And maybe share a, a memory <laughs> about that ride. Well, I have two cars that I want to mention because of the experiences that I had with them, not necessarily like the car that I wanted to have. Okay. So um, the first one is a Spitfire that literally spit fire on my legs. (laughs) I was driving on a really tiny road in Lancaster County and and the wiring harness caught on fire, burst into flames, sparks and fires raining down on my legs. So I whipped off the side of the road and there just happened to be a farmer really close to the road. And he had a, a fire extinguisher came out, put the fire out. And of course the fire engine came and the police came and, and the police officer wanted to write me a ticket because I didn't pull correctly off of the road. And I'm like, my legs were on fire. <laughs> so that's a car. That's a car. I will always remember <laughs> because of that. Oh my gosh. Well, the old triumph spitfire. I'm assuming that we had some, uh, the old Lucas electronics in that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and he wanted to write you a ticket. That's terrible. And then the second car I have to mention is a little Fiat Spider that I had. And I absolutely loved driving that car. It was so much fun. But the problem was I always had to park it on a hill because it would almost never start with the ignition key. (laughs) So I think the guys at work 
never wanted to park near me because they knew they were going to have to push me to get me out. Oh, of yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can see now why you migrated towards a reliable mark like BMW, <laughs> uh, something that starts every time, works really well, uh, delivers on all respects. So uh, but I'm biased because I've had lots of BMWs in this family. I can't imagine not having a BMW and even my E46, which I bought new back in 05. It's 15 plus years old now, but I just can't let it go. It's just such a great car. It's got low miles every time I look at it. In fact, as soon as we're done here, I've got to take it out for some errands and I'm looking forward to it because I don't drive much anymore because I work from home and with COVID, we're all kind of stuck, you know, for a long time from home. So, well, cool. Those are fun memories. I'm glad uh, you're not driving a car that spits fire at you anymore. I call that Triumph a dragon spitfire. So uh, I'm going to crawl into your head here, Luann. If you woke up tomorrow and you were manifest as a vehicle, I'm kind of guessing I know the mark, but you might trip me up here. What would Luann be? But more importantly, why? Well, it has to be a BMW E30 M3. Okay. And I would say because it's high revving and complex and just plain fun to be around. (laughs) I can vouch for that. Yeah, having spent some time with you today. I think that's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Good answer. Well, we're entering what I call the last lap. You've been here many times out on a track. I'm going to fire off some questions, get some quick blips of that E30 M3 throttle. So here we go. What's one of your personal habits, Luann, that you think has contributed to your successes in life? I don't give up. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I've had so many racers on the show, and every single one of them, that's their mantra. Never, ever, never, ever, never give up. The words of old uh, Mr. Winston Churchill, but uh, definitely the way to be. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, either somebody who's living or has passed, who would it be? It has to be Husky von Hanstein. Oh, yeah, yeah. Das ist gut. First of all, his life story is just incredible and all the things that happened to him during war times and stuff. But what really stays with me is what he did in the 1940 Mille Miglia. He was so far ahead of his competitors that he stopped the car and switched places with his co-driver, Walter Balmer, and gave him the opportunity to drive across the finish line. Oh. I mean, who does that? I you know. know? <laughs> yeah, that's, pre- that's pretty special. I'd forgotten about that story. Yeah. You just brought that yeah. back. So, uh Oh, gosh, what a great story. What a great guy. Yeah, that would be great. Now, when it comes to automotive advice, or I'm going to add to this driving advice, you've given people a lot of driving advice. What's the best advice someone else ever gave to you? Well, I don't really, I can't think of any driving advice, but I can tell you the automotive advice that I was giving was, there's nothing more expensive than a cheap German car. So if it sounds too good to be true, it is. Oh my gosh. You know, I've talked to so many people that when it comes to cars like Porsches, BMWs, or anything that is somewhat uh, higher end, I guess I should say, yeah, don't buy one that you can just barely afford. Find one that's been well-loved, well-maintained, because they can be a problem, especially if they've been abused and put up wet, as they say, uh, with a lot of track days. So uh, caveat emptor, let the buyer beware, and spend that two, 300 bucks on a pre-purchase inspection, because that can save you thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, for sure. Great advice. Now, how about a resource? There's so many great resources these days. You mentioned your new Facebook page, which I'm going to put on your show notes page. Is there another one? Well, I want to encourage people to visit the um, foundation website, which is bmwccafoundation.org. I mean, you know, our slogan is saving lives and saving history. And, you know, the lives portion basically 
you know, it, it pertains to the street survival program sponsored by TIRAC and, and uh, history portion pertains to the library and archives and the museum is just phenomenal. And they've been doing, uh, they've been rotating their exhibits and, and if you've missed it, you know, get the next one. And, and the current one is the Genesis, which is the first 50 years of BMW. The cars that they have on display are just incredible. I mean, with the, you know, a 507, there's an EMW there. There's a three there's a Dixie, there's a 309. It's, it's just an incredible collection of cars. And, and, and it's not, it's a really nice museum. They have a QR codes now or on each stanchion and you can click on, you can um, put that on your phone and listen to Ken Sparks, his voice giving, you know, description of the car. It's incredible. So I would definitely recommend. Yeah. Visiting that. Well, I've had uh, several people guests on this show that are uh, part of the BMW CCA Foundation, Scott Dishman, uh, Michael Mitchell, uh, Jack writes for BMW. So, uh, yeah, that's a great place to go. I'll make sure I put links to those on Luann's show notes page. Now, how about a book? Is there a book you'd like to share? Well, I'm going to shamelessly plug Jackie Dre's books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the ones that she did for the um, that were published to, found, to support the foundation. Each year that we had a display since 17, she has written a, an incredible book. And, you know, you know that she does her homework when she writes a book. Oh, and, yeah. and the history of these these cars is just an unbelievable. It, you, want, you definitely want to read it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, a great publication the BMW puts out, Roundel, of course, which is great. She writes for that. Um, the new publication, uh, Bimmer, I believe, she writes for Bimmer Life. Bimmer, Bimmer Life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah. yeah, and if you missed my talk with Jackie, uh, you can go back and find it on the Cars yeah website. All right, we're up to the checkered flag. Here's a fun one, but this is going to be a bit of a challenge, I think, for you. And here's why. I'm going to buy you a collector car today. Something really fun, something to enjoy, whatever you want to park in your garage. But there are rules to my game that may make this a challenge. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other cars with. That little trick's off the table. You're a smart lady, so I think you've already thought of that. Uh, I want you to drive it, enjoy it. No problem for you. But here's the hard part. It's the only one collector car you can have. That means you have your daily driver BMW, but all the others have to go away unless you want to keep one of your cars. And then you're going to be a cheap date today because I don't have to buy you anything. <laughs> so, Luann, what's it going to be? Well, it's going to have to be a BMW 507. Oh, gosh. Okay, we're yeah. going to the top of the heap here for collector yeah. cars. So what is it about that beautiful car that you love so much? Well, first of all, I've always been drawn to roadsters, and uh, BMW roadsters to me are the best. And I really like that it's a low production car too. Uh, I think 252, I think was what they made. And of course, there is the Elvis connection. I mean, who doesn't want a car that Elvis had? You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was on the lawn at Pebble, and they had that Elvis car there. It had just come out of a restoration, and somebody. With a very pretty set of lips, actually kissed the fender. <laughs> I don't know if you were there for that event, but I thought it was pretty yeah. funny. I'm like, is that part of the paint job or did somebody actually kiss the car? But uh, now, would you like yours in white like Elvis's car or do you have another color that you'd rather have? Because you, I look at your list of cars, you've had some pretty fun colors. Yeah. Uh, no, white's great. White? Red interior. Yeah. White? Okay. I like it. Well, very nice. Well, I'll get to work on that. You know, I was thinking about this uh I watched a video by Nico Rosberg. He's been doing some YouTube videos, and uh, he did one a few years ago where he has a white on red 300 SO Gullwing. He lives in Monaco, of course, so he took it out and drove it up into the hills of Monaco. And 
What a life, Nico. Yeah, pretty cool. But I thought, wouldn't a 507 look great in a garage next to that car? I mean, those two very different, but German right era cars. Yeah, I might buy you two cars today. Put both of those in your garage. Uh, you know, I've always said this, and I'm going to raise some eyebrows, that I like Mercedes, but I'm going to wait until I'm an old guy to get a Mercedes. Now, I probably just upset a bunch of people with that, but uh, for now, it's going to be BMW. I want to still feel young. I'll get to work on that 507. If I insulted any of you Mercedes guys, just uh, don't worry. I love you too. You've taken us on a great ride today. I want to thank you for sharing your stories. I also want to thank our mutual friend, Cindy Sisson at GS Events. She's the super connector for introducing you to me. She brings me so many great guests. And uh, I think we were standing, she was at the track with you, I think. And she said, here, talk to Mark Green and hand you the phone. And here we are connecting, doing a show. So I really appreciate what Cindy does for me. Uh, thank you for sharing your journey today as well. Before I let you go though, could you share a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset or on the track in that beautiful 507? Well, I really think if you have a true passion for something that you need to go for it and don't let life pass you by. Absolutely. Especially after last year, go for it. Do what you love. Get out there and have some fun. Get involved with a car club. If it's not BMW, there's so many others, great people. If people want to keep up with you, is there a way for them to do that? Well, I am on Facebook and I do have a Twitter at Shirk Lou and I have Instagram is Bimmer Lou and um, I'm always available. Always available. <laughs> she is. Yeah, she'll help you. And if you live in her region, you can go and do a track day and learn how to drive more safely. Maybe a little speed out of that car as well in a very safe way. You can find everything on Lou Ann's show notes page here on Cars. Yeah, just type Lou Ann Shirk. And her page will pop right up. Luann, Happy New Year to you. Thank you for being so generous uh, for spending some time with me today, taking me on a little couple laps here in the BMW. Can't wait to get out in the M3 today. You as well. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> we'll see you. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.